This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Navy moves ships and aircraft out of the path of Hurricane Ian. New ideas emerge to make oversight of federal IT more impactful. And auditors find gaps in the cybersecurity practices across the nation's nuclear labs and production sites. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. September 27th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Navy's moving ships and aircraft out of the path of Hurricane Ian. The Navy's keeping bases in the southeastern U.S. up and running, but some of them may shut down non-essential operations by Wednesday as the storm approaches the mainland. The Navy says the USS Little Rock will move from its Jacksonville, Florida base about noon today, while several other ships are expected to follow it to safer waters by the end of the day. Federal employees can now donate unused paid leave to their colleagues in Mississippi. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Office of Personnel Management establishes an emergency leave transfer program for federal employees adversely affected by the Mississippi water crisis. Feds with leftover paid leave can donate extra time off to the workers regardless of whether they're at the same agency or a different one. OPM authorizes agency heads to determine the time period and which employees are eligible for the program. Those who are interested in either donating or receiving time off should contact their agency for details. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Norman Causey, longtime Federal News Network host and columnist who went by Mike and a fixture in the Washington, D.C. news scene for more than half a century, died Monday. He was 82 years old. Kazi started his career as a messenger for the Washington Post in 1957 and ended up writing his Federal Daily column for 40 years. Since joining Federal News Network in the early 2000s, Kazi wrote and broadcast about matters crucial to the federal workforce. He is survived by daughters Libby Kazi Hicks, Jocelyn Kazi, and a son, Michael Kazi. New ideas emerge to make oversight of federal IT more impactful. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the details. Seven major changes would make the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA scorecard, more valuable to drive change. A group of former federal technology leaders outlined how the scorecard could evolve in a new white paper published by ACT-IAC. The experts say the evolution of the scorecard should include measuring the adoption of cloud services instead of data center closures and measuring the use of agile or DevSecOps instead of incremental development. Additionally, the former federal CIOs and other executives say adding an IT workforce category would make sense given the challenge of recruiting, retaining, and training employees. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Agencies are raising the red flag about cyber threats to machinery and other critical systems. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, along with the National Security Agency, issued a new cybersecurity advisory for industrial control systems. CISA and the NSA say new IT-enabled accesses make operational technology a ripe target for hackers. The advisory comes as CISA prepares to issue new cybersecurity performance goals for critical infrastructure control systems as soon as next month. 
Leonard Francis, the former Navy contractor known as Fat Leonard, has requested asylum in Venezuela. Sources tell the Associated Press he made the request sometime in the past week after he was caught in the South American country while on his way to Russia. Francis escaped U.S. custody earlier this month when authorities say he cut off his monitoring bracelet and fled from house arrest in San Diego. The Department of Veterans Affairs is looking at large-scale hiring as it brings more patients into its health care network. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says the agency needs to hire 45,000 nurses over the next three years to keep up with attrition and growing demand for veteran care. McDonough says this July was the first month the VA hired more nurses than the number of nurses it lost to retirement this year. To address its workforce challenges, the VA is looking to expand the number of healthcare workers it trains during their schooling in the hopes they'll consider a career with the agency. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The National Federation of Federal Employees is pushing to make a temporary pay bump for federal firefighters permanent. The union has concerns about firefighter recruitment and retention and wants the Agriculture Department to make changes to their working conditions and pay. The union calls on USDA to establish better career ladders, correct shortfalls of overtime payments, and boost compensation for firefighters working above their pay grade as a result of staffing shortages. Auditors find gaps in cybersecurity practices across the nation's nuclear labs and production sites. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The National Nuclear Security Administration has a limited ability to respond to emerging cyber threats due to inconsistent cybersecurity practices. That's according to a new report from the Government Accountability Office. GAO also found the Nuclear Security Agency's plans for securing operational technology are falling behind as well. The audit recommends NNSA direct its site contractors to update their cybersecurity programs and also urges the agency to identify funding needed to better secure operational systems. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Time is running out on Chuck Reddick's five-year term as IRS commissioner, but the Biden administration has yet to nominate a permanent successor. Reddick's term expires on November 12th, and a new commissioner requires Senate confirmation. The Professional Managers Association, which represents IRS managers, is urging President Biden to pick a nominee with management experience to oversee the $80 billion allocation the agency received in the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, September 27, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.